Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs i'm denise harper co-host of the morning show with bill and denise and program director for the bridge there's something special about sitting across the table from a friend whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart and hopefully today's conversation will inspire and encourage you Hey, thanks for listening in to Over the Rims of Mugs. It's such a delight to get to know somebody. Really, I am so excited about having Pam Parsons in the studio with me today. If you've ever heard the group Real Hope, chances are that you've probably at least heard, if not met Pam and heard part of her story. And so Pam, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. I am thrilled. I know so little about you. And so I decided we needed to fix that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, so tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me part of your story. Oh, my story. Where Where um, are you from? Are you I from am, this area? I'm a Sussex County and born okay. and bred. And I tend to tell people born, bred, and dead. That's where my plot <laughs> is. My bones will lay here. The rest of me is going upward, but my bones will right. lay in Sussex County as well. Um, yeah, I grew up in Blades. I graduated from Seaford. Um, I lived in, I'm living in Laurel now. That used to be enemy territory, but yeah, <laughs> but it's good. Uh, a really good life. Very did, blessed. Did you grow up going to church? I did. Okay. I grew up going to church. Um, my I come from a broken home. My mom worked with a lady who invited her to church um, several times before we actually went, uh, but we did go, and I gave my heart to the Lord at an early age, a preteen, I can't remember okay. exactly when, um, did the whole youth group, uh, grew up in the church, um, president of the youth group. Wow. Good, good, good stuff. But mm-hmm. I have also uh, learned things throughout the walk and thankful for grace. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And what do you do now? I work retail. Retail okay. is what I have always done. Um, graduated high school. Smart enough, actually, to be able to pursue, if I wanted to do a higher education, Mm -hmm. my grades were good, um, and I had many who thought that probably should be the direction. My personal holdback, I guess, if you want to call it that, I look back and know it's not a holdback. I didn't, I knew my mom did not have the financial means to be able to put me through college, Mm -hmm. and uh, that was a huge thought for me. And quite honestly, senior year was tough, even for me, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of done with school. And so um, (laughs) our path, what we knew was uh, get a job and work and pay the bills, and retail's been good to me. It's been very good to me. You strike me as a people person, which you need to be really if you're serving in the retail market. You do. (laughs) Yes, you do. It has been a blessing. Um, And actually, I've not been a a job hopper. I've kind of been blessed to have three 
three basic places of employment throughout my life. And I like that. I like the longevity when you work somewhere or with a company, whatever, you get to know your customer base and the people who come in. And and that, too, is a blessing. You get to touch those lives on a regular basis. And I enjoy that. Yes, I do. Do you find an opportunity to share Jesus at your work? Some, yes. I'm fortunate to work for a Christian-owned business, and so I am thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there is certainly opportunity to express the blessings and, um, you know, God is good and it's actually really, it's very refreshing for me, too. It comes across from customers, you know, oftentimes. Someone will say something or just a, uh, a God bless you kind of a thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's very refreshing. Your little antenna goes up, It huh? does. It does. <laughs> and I've, I've tried to get in the habit of saying, indeed, he does. Thank you mm-hmm. and bless you as well. Um, try to, you know, you thank him and then you just kind of want to say, yes, he does. I don't want people to forget. I think it's habitual and it's all, we can all, God right. bless you. I don't want to forget to get, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. You Amen. know, the sentiment is wonderful to come from whomever, but it's like, yeah, don't forget to remind them, oh, he does. Absolutely. In a great way, he yes. does. All right, so tell me a little about your singing. How did you get started? Wow. When? Um, and how did you end up in a group called Real Hope? Yes, well, I have always loved to sing from a very early age. For those in my age realm, uh, I was a big Donny Osmond fan. Oh, uh, just, you are I was, speaking my love language. I thought so, <laughs> if I remembered correctly. Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, I loved Donny Osmond, all the purple, everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just loved him. And I've always loved to sing from an early age. I have a story from actually way back Debbie Boone did You Light Up My Life. Yes. And we are going way back. Uh-huh. And I used to play that over and over again on the stereo in my bedroom. And I just kept going until I could reach that note that she did <laughs> in that song. And I just kept doing it over and over again. Of course, I'd have to laugh because it sounded horrible until you could get there. But um, from there, for the most part, for me, singing's just been something I did uh, in church. Mm-hmm. I did sing in church. Uh, some of the choir. When we were growing up, we didn't have much of a choir. My sister and I used to sing our grandmother when we did family reunions. It was my sister and I. My mom would say, get up there and sing. People Aww. like it when you sing. Aww. Aww, Does anybody that. else sing, my mom? Is it got to be always <laughs> us? Go on, mom, you get up there and sing. Aww. So we would. And, and, and they did love it and appreciate it kind mm-hmm. of a thing, yes. Mm-hmm. I had done some weddings just singing people had asked me to sing at weddings and such um other than that church is where i did the majority of my singing on the praise team and with choirs occasionally and then with real hope that came from out of nowhere um ben and rick and myself had churched together at one point but when ben had contacted me and inquired of it we had actually gone in different directions and um Gosh, he called and wanted to know if I wanted to be part of a Southern Gospel trio. He and Rick were talking it over, and hey, let's maybe do some singing. Yes. And uh, Rick had said, How, do you know anybody might be interested? So Ben thought of me. Well, uh, as the old saying goes, you could have bought me for a penny. I just was <laughs> blown away. Rick had Rick had sung at our church one of the old songs, I think something like Redemption Draweth Nigh or 10,000 years or something one time, and I was blown away. I knew Mm. what Rick sounded like when he sang. Mm -hmm. And, of course, with Ben, um, I had sang with in the choir and different functions, but I knew how Ben could just 
just, oh my word, lift yes. up a song. Yeah. Such a talent, both yeah. of them. And I did not think of myself in that category mm. in terms of that kind of singing. And um, we just got together, the three of us, and said, let's see what it looks like or sounds like and let's play. And the harmonies that God brought together with the three mm. of us, we've often been commented on and complimented on that those um, uh, we're not related, really. Are you mm-hmm. not related at all? Because our harmonies, God has blessed Aren't to be pretty tight. tight. Yeah. Yes. And it has been such a blessing. The three of us have a like heart in the desire to share the Lord through song mm-hmm. um, and and the desire for people to know what we know and the mm-hmm. joy of the Lord. And music is such a big part of that for all three of us. That is so beautiful. I love that story. And I'm curious to know... How you ended up, you were in Nashville, right? Did you record in Nashville? We did, yes. And that was amazing. I had actually been to Nashville twice on um, just vacation trips with family. First time was a short one, and then we actually got to go to Fanfare and do the whole country music thing, and that was awesome. It was great. And I had been to the Opryland Hotel. When this opportunity came up for us to record... I found out we were going to Nashville, and I was just blown away. (laughs) A little girl from Blades, too, just loved to sing and never really think to do it in any kind of a way, professional of any kind, Mm -hmm. much less record a CD. And even less to do it in Nashville, Tennessee, (laughs) was just like, just it blew my mind. And the Lord just brought that together again. He took us all the way to Nashville and anyone who has heard us and heard any of our testimony uh, is aware that we got down there and things did not go as we planned. Um, one of us got sick and had almost no voice. Oh, boy. And we were supposed to record on one day and that was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they did photography on the day we were supposed to record. And then we came back and recorded and God was just... That night before we went back to the studio to record, the three of us met in that little living room in our in our home away, and um, we just laid ourselves before the Lord. Mm. It's like, we don't think you brought us all the way down here to do this thing and not get to do it. Mm. Obviously, Lord, you've got another way for it to work, mm. and we're trusting you. Um, and it still wasn't necessarily full voice. But God just blessed what we offered. We have said, Mm. the three of us over and over again, our loaves and fishes, Mm. the little bit that we have, if we offer it up to the Lord, He will bless it greatly. And we did. We laid down all 10 songs in that recording studio in Nashville at Daywind Records. You know, um, (laughs) oh my word, that's the stuff that dreams are made of. And we got it all done in a day. And uh, what a blessing. Mm. What a blessing. They were good people to work with and work for. And um, wow. Just that you could even flip-flop the days, because I know how studios are set. Yes. Their their days are set for recording or mastering or editing or whatever they're yes. doing. As well as photographers. And, the and, photographer who did the pictures and <laughs> such for the jacket. Yeah. Just that that God would orchestrate it yeah. to work it out to be done. He, The photographer initially had plans to do us outside with pictures and such. Well, mm-hmm. the day when we got switched, 
it was raining, mm. cats and dogs, it was raining. Oh. And he so that's when we got to go to the Opryland Hotel, and I was so excited. Rick or Ben had not been, and I was able to kind of show them, you know, oh, I remember beautiful. this. And, mm-hmm. Oh, it is beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It, was, it was wonderful. It was a beautiful moment. I don't anticipate I'll ever forget <laughs> being able to do that and go there with them. Isn't that so like God, though? To I, I'm reminded of Ephesians, I think it's 320, that God is able to do more, immeasurably more, yes. than we could ask or yes. think or imagine. Yes. And uh, to Him be the glory, honestly. In our lives every day, there are opportunities where we just don't think we're going to be able to move forward in a certain way, and then God just kind of blows the doors off. Yes. And um, those are the stories that I, I love that. I love hearing those, and I love the everyday reminders that God is in the little things and, yes. and uh, that he's with us all the time. If it matters to us, it matters to God. Mm-hmm. I try to express that. We do a song that speaks that there's nothing impossible for God, nothing's too small for him. Whatever little thing it is, if it's if it matters to us, if it's concerning to us in whatever regard, he wants to know about it and he wants to help mm-hmm. us with it. Mercy, mm-hmm. little things when you talk about that. I just I had an incident many, many years ago. I was moving and um I'm single and so the refrigerator in the trailer where I was at at the time needed to be moved. It had to go. And the only one that had to do anything with it at the time was me. Mm. And I got frustrated. I could not get, there was a screw to a bolt on the floor. I could not get it to move. (laughs) I got so frustrated. Of course, I don't feel particularly strong in these areas anyway. And I just, at one time, I'd given up. And I'm like, Lord, I have you and me. This is all I got. And this thing's got to move and we got to do it now. And he saw fit to help me persevere and move that screwdriver just the way it was supposed to go and things came loose and got to move the way they were supposed to i mean there are people who would you know chalk that thing up the circumstance or well you kept going at it or whatever and i just i believe that's god's Mm. heart to to do what he just wants to help us and he wants to show us Mm -hmm. that it's him helping yeah Uh, he's done that in in little ways throughout my goodness, in big ways. If you follow, uh, where was I reading? It was Jeremiah. Actually, it's Jeremiah um, where it talks about, I know the plans I have for you, mm-hmm. says the Lord. And if you yeah. read that, that's great. But if you follow that on down, it says, if you if you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. Yes. And it says, I will be found by you, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's huge to me. If we look, he's right there. If we mm-hmm. seek him, I will be found. It's not if, it's it's he's there. Mm-hmm. We just sometimes have to look and 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 receive. And receive. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. You mentioned that you are single. Yes. Have you been single all this yes. all your life? Okay. Not my plan, 
seems to be God's plan. Yes. Okay. Uh, as most girls did when I was growing up, I always thought, you know, I would be married, have a husband and children and a family. Um, that was the thing to do and look forward to. Um, I've always been a big girl. And so for me, that was a part of it as I grew up. Kids in school can be cruel mm-hmm. uh, when you're not maybe like everybody else. And that was certainly the case for me. Um and, and I've had my heart broken more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, in the mid-90s, I suffered a heartache. I really thought that I had met someone I could possibly spend the rest of my life with, and I could envision that. But he did not feel the same way, and I was devastated. And mm-hmm. I walked that path for too many years, mm-hmm. uh, feeling sorry for myself. Well, look at so-and-so. They have somebody. What's wrong with me? Why am I not? paired up why do I not and at one point I I was in my 40s and I said Lord I just surrendered the whole thing I had had my heart broke and I was hurt time and time again didn't understand why felt like the only one and I just said this is obviously not the plan as I thought it was supposed to be Lord you've got another plan and I'm tired of suffering it. I'm tired of comparing it. And what do you want my life to look like? This is not what I thought was going to happen. So what do you want my life to look mm. like? And when I surrendered that to him, he took lonely away from me is mm. the way I say it. Um, I had walked that path for quite some time, but the Lord took that away from me. And he helped me to understand, and I fully believe, you know, we've all heard there's somebody out there for you somewhere, and we tend to tell Mm -hmm. it to everybody. We've all gone through broken hearts. We've all been, you know, in those places, um, which I will say, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. You know, I've come to appreciate moments of brokenheartedness and crushed Mm -hmm. in spirit because he's there. He's Mm -hmm. close. But... What I have come to understand is that I don't believe it's God's plan for all of us to be married, for all of us to be in those places. I believe God's plan is for us to look to Him and seek to walk the pathway He's laid out for us, to compare it less to everybody else's pathway, and to trust Him. Oh, my word, Denise. One of my favorite passages of Scripture First uh, Thessalonians 5, um, I think it's 16 through 18, says, Be joyful always, pray continually, and give thanks in all things, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what that means to me is that God's will is for us to be joyful. His will is for us to pray continually mm-hmm. and to give Him thanks in all things. He doesn't mean for us to be downtrodden all the time. Now, it's not to say we live on mountaintops all the time, but he wants us to be joyful in him, to lay our lives before him and let him do what he can do with what we have. Mm -hmm. And I, it just, it blows me away when I released what I thought my life should be and let God give it to me. There's another verse in Scripture somewhere in the Psalms that says he sets the lonely in families, and he certainly does. 
He mm. certainly does. I have grown. I have dear friends. I have girlfriends who have been friends since elementary school. Uh, I have another girlfriend who's been a friend since my mid-20s. These are constants in my life. Mm-hmm. And they have husbands, um, and some of them have children. I'm a godmother. Um, you know, so God works it out. Yeah. And it's good. Not just works it out, but it is good. I'm, I'm amazed. He just blows me away. That's such a beautiful testimony. Now, thank you. You must have moments where you do get a little lonely. What do you do? I do have those moments. Very few. I will say, actually, since the bout I went through a couple of years ago with COVID, it does seem like sometimes those moments are a little bit more um, than what they even were for years. But for the most part, what I do is I pray. And a lot of times, uh, music, a song. I remember, I, I know that I am never alone. God is always with me, and that whatever I'm going through, I can bring to him the sad. I can bring to him the hurt. I can bring to him the elation, the gratitude. A grateful heart, a grateful spirit just changes everything. It changes everything. I read something not long ago that gratitude opens the door for every part of the fruit of the spirit because it changes our heart. It changes the atmosphere within us, really. It does. Yes. Agreed. So in your day-to-day work, you work full-time. I work part-time now. The Lord has blessed me in that place. I actually never thought that at this point in my life I would be able to work Mm part-time. I I thought I probably would have to work until I die. Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. How about it? Um, God has been gracious. COVID changed things for me. A couple years ago, I was in the hospital. You were very sick. Uh, Let me take the moment actually to say thank you to anybody out there, all of you. I know the Bridge family was praying for me. There were people praying for me that I have no idea Mm -hmm. out of this country and other places. I believe in the power of prayer. Don't ever let anyone tell you that God doesn't listen to prayer. I am thankful. I know people who did not survive covid People dear to me who did not survive COVID, I am thankful that for whatever reason, God continues to bless me and gives me reason to be here. Um, mm-hmm. There have to be survivors in any in any sickness, in any disease. There has to be survivors so that the story can be told of what mm-hmm. God does. Amen. The hurt is real for the losses suffered, but I'm thankful. I have just learned that the privilege to be here and have a testimony to tell is i think sometimes it is god's purpose mm-hmm. that we that we give that it's been a challenge i have a little bit of a cough that seems to linger mm-hmm. but i'm thankful that 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 i'm here to cough <laughs> that's what i tell people a lot of times if yeah. that's all i have then thank you lord um like for everybody else it was a rough couple of years i mm-hmm. lost my mom in uh, january of 22 that's hard. That's, That's a hard loss. That's been a really hard loss. Mm-hmm. This whole thing of getting used to my mom's presence not being here on this earth is mm-hmm. really challenging. I know I'll see her again someday, and I'm grateful for that. My mom was born on Christmas Day, so oh. I tell people after Jesus, she's the best gift I ever got. <laughs> and she That's taught precious. us unconditional love. My yeah. mother taught my sister and I unconditional love. I love that. We love people for who they are. 
Mm. You know, yeah. we don't always like what they do, and they may not always treat us the way we want to, but you you love someone for who they are. Yeah. You mentioned that you have a sibling. Yes. Yes, I have a sister. I love dearly. She's one of my best friends. It wasn't always that way. We used to fight like cats yeah, and dogs. Of we're course. Two years, we're only two years <laughs> apart in age. And so growing up, we were very different. And there were times um, she would agree we didn't like each other very much. Yeah. But we were always encouraged and told that you love one another. She's yeah. your sister. Same thing my mother taught us about our father, mm-hmm. who was sporadic, you know, but mm. he's your father, yeah. and, and you love him for who he is. Um, but now my sister is one of my very best friends. I love her dearly. I wouldn't trade her for the world. I can't imagine not having her. Do you two ever sing together anymore? Uh, no, we don't do much singing <laughs> together anymore unless it's, you know, uh, a song on the radio pops up yeah. or something like that comes on. Um, but no, <laughs> no more family reunion singing and that kind of a thing. No. She's probably a great cheerleader for you. She is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word, yes. Yeah. Um, she was a huge element of the whole COVID situation. I was in the hospital the longest, but when I went in the hospital, my mom also went in the hospital the mm. next day. Oh, wow. We were helping to... We were part of her care. She had some dementia, and we were helping to take care of her. Like with a lot of illnesses, when one gets it, another does. Well, I went in the hospital on a Thursday evening, and my mom went in Friday morning. Fortunately, her stay was shorter, but my sister had all of that, bless her, Mm -hmm. to deal with at one time. Um, Me in the hospital, mom in the hospital, she had a job, and we knew it was time for us in our lives to try and find something solutionary with mom and her care yeah and she had all of that we worked together as a team mentally when we you know could talk and whatever but she had a lot of physical things to deal with in terms of that and emotional things Mm. to deal with with both it was it was a really tough time but again god rick will say now and again but god it's like Mm -hmm. yeah but god because he opened up the doors for us to find the perfect place for us to be able to find a home for mom under a nursing home facility to take care of her and they were wonderful to us throughout that situation and god opened those doors he saw the difficulties and the hard places but he just opened up those doors for us to walk through and it was it was wonderful i mean it was the best of a worst case situation it just was awesome I can tell already in just the short time we've been together that your faith runs very deep. And I love that even in these hard places that you've experienced in your life, you remember the good. You remember the good things that God brought out of those and how he kept you through those. I've been accused of wearing rose-colored glasses. <laughs> and my sister said, in fact, it was just a couple of days ago that we shared this conversation. I said, being accused of wearing rose-colored glasses. And she said, well, Rose of Sharon, you can tell them that they're right. And I said, well, how about that? That's yes. right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't pretend that the hard stuff hasn't happened. Yeah. It has, you know, throughout my life. But... All my life you have been faithful. Mm-hmm. I cannot even hear the first beginnings of that. All mm-hmm. my life you've been so, so good. It's humbling to be so blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I see God's hand. I look back 
in everything throughout my life, and I see God's hand. Yeah, there have been hurts and heartaches and hard places and choices that were not the right ones to make, perhaps, but God's just been so present and so good. My faith is foundational. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for what I know that I know that I know. Yeah. In the hospital, one of the verses that went with me from one room to the other, one of the nurses had put it on a paper, and it was uh, Joshua 1.9, um, do not be afraid. Be bold and courageous. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. There were days in that hospital room when I thought, Lord, I'm trying not to be discouraged. I'm trying to be brave and courageous, but this is hard. Mm. Just breathing was a challenge. But I'm like, I know you're here. And I felt in my spirit, it wasn't God's God's end for me. Mm. I, I knew somehow he was going to bring me through. I didn't know what it was going to look like or how hard it would be. But my faith just kept me trusting, mm. knowing that he was going to take care of it. I'm so thankful for what is rock solid in me. Mm-hmm. I went through the isolation period when I went for COVID at the hospital. And Jan brought up my sister a point the other day. Being single and being on my own was likely also a form of preparation in terms of the isolation. Mm. Um I was thankful, you know, I had my phone and could text or whatever, but you have the nursing staff and such, but you're you're on your own when mm-hmm. nobody can come and visit, when your you know, your your familiars can't be there and yeah. such. And yeah. um I knew that God was present and I could deal with it. Yeah. I know some where that perhaps was one of the most challenging elements was that isolation. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, God is just He's been present throughout all of it, and I'm I'm thankful that he allows me to yeah. look back and, and see that. I choose to be grateful. That's important. Yeah. You mentioned uh, a few moments ago uh, I had I really struggled to even breathe. Yes. And uh, yours was a physical having, struggling to breathe. I think there are also times that we go through, whether we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior— or not, we go through difficult times. And when our heart is so broken, that we find it hard to breathe. Yes. What would you say to the person who's listening right now whose heart is broken? Oh, don't give up. Don't give up. Turn to the Lord. Pray. He's there. He's listening. It's a matter of surrender. You get to a point where it's just, God, you have to be out there. And you are out there. It's hard when things are not what you want them to be and what you think they should be. But after a while, I think sometimes the heart's cry is just, Lord, help me. Lord, Mm -hmm. what else? You're there. There's better. And I just would say, pray to God. Ask Mm -hmm. him to help. Trust that he will. Seek, you know, seek him. Music is, is, is huge. God's word. Uh, believing Bible-based church to be a part of, a family. Try to surround yourself with those good places. Yes. Keep that good thought that God loves you. Mm-hmm. God loves you dearly like no one else can. Humans aren't capable of the kind of love that mm-hmm. God can give, but He loves us like nobody else. And 
and above and beyond, he has plans for our good and his glory. Amen. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.